Guys, what's going on? Welcome back to another ESL podcast. I'm your host, Arsenio, as usual, and I'm bringing to you today the grammar. Yes, for a lot of you out there who have been wanting me to, of course, give you guys different sentence variations, here it is today. Guys, we're going over defining relative pronoun clauses. Now, for those of you who do not know this, it's all about pronouns. It's about the where, the when. A lot of you are like, wait, those are WH questions, but they are still pronouns too, dependent on what the usage is within the sentence. Now, I've experienced with this for the first time probably about four or five years ago, and I was like, dude, this is very smart because for all of you aspired writers out there, and especially this is very, very good for my non – I mean, I'm sorry, for my – my native English speakers out there in America and who are listening around the world because I did not know about any of this when I was in school. They didn't teach me about this. I used to write just simple sentences. Now, I'm giving you an additional sentence along with the compound and the complex sentences I've already given you to implement into your essays, to implement in your paragraphs and everything else to improve your writing overall. So guys, without further ado, let's get right into this. So here we go. I'm going to give you about, what, let's say about seven sentences, and then I'm going to go over the contents of the sentence. I'm going to emphasize the relative pronouns so you understand clearly exactly how they work. All right, now, they could be used as a subject, and they could also be used as an object. It just depends what it looks like or what it sounds like in the sentence. But again, relative pronouns are always in the middle of the sentence. I will go over the non-defining relative clauses next week, all right? So, with that being said, let's get right into this. A, he's the player who has the world record for scoring the most goals. So, he's the player who has the world record for scoring the most goals. All right, so again, you could say he's the player. No, you can't use it without the relative pronoun. You have to include it. Because if I say he's the player, has the world record for scoring the most goals, no. You need a relative pronoun in this sentence. Just like sentence B. Sentence B, he needed the lucky shirt. Which, now, that's indicating that it is an object. All right? So which goes with objects or things? Who goes with people? Now, whose, W-H-O-S-E, not W-H-O apostrophe S, They go with possessions, all right? So there are players whose egos, now I'm indicating, of course, the players' egos, all right, may have stopped them from winning the championship, all right? When I'm indicating a time. So, example, 2002 was the year when South Korea and Japan hosted the World Cup, all right? Or 2010 was the year when South Africa hosted the World Cup, okay? 2008 was the year when Barack Obama was the first African-American president to get elected into, you know, the United States presidency, whatever you want to call it. Do you understand what I'm saying? Now, E, that, again, that is also used with things. It could be ominous. Meaning it could be taken out sometimes, which I've actually put an exercise on my blog. So make sure you uh, check that out too. So let me give you this sentence. That wasn't the only superstition that my parents had. So I'm indicating that my parents had a superstition and I put a relative pronoun indicating that it was the superstition. So 
that wasn't the only superstition that my parents had. They also had dot, 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 dot. Now, if I do not put that, hear this sentence. That wasn't the only superstition my parents had. Again, I use the brackets. Now, the little parentheses. Thing, well, I wouldn't say parentheses. Uh, but I use the li- – yeah, uh, just say a bracket. And I, and I emphasize the bracket around that because in this case, it could be ominous. You don't have to use a relative pronoun in this case, okay? Because, again, we already have the superstition. So the superstition is the that. But if I want to include that to make it a different sentence type, which is a relative pronoun clause, yes. Or I could just make it a simple sentence by saying that wasn't the only superstition my parents had. Boom. Now I can make it a relative clause by adding a relative pronoun that, of course, indicate, you know, it's put an emphasis on the object, which is superstition. All right. So, F. Arsenio. Yes, me. Arsenio is the teacher. That is better known as AJ. Yes, you can use that with people too. And I've actually put examples in the sentences on my blog, so make sure you check that out. And G, that's the place where he had, or I'm sorry, that's the place where we had our first date. Where? Indicating place. So I'm going to break this down one more time for you guys. We use who and that with people. We use which and that with things. Okay. We use whose, W-H-O-S-E, to talk about possessions, all right, possessive adjectives. Number four, we use where with places, and we use when with times. So I've actually put an exercise on here. There's a good chance that I'm going to be coming out with maybe another podcast or another blog later on today so you guys can get more practice with this because some of you are probably saying to yourself, huh, huh, huh? Don't worry. I'm coming back to give you even more practice. So, guys, this is just the basis of relative pronoun clauses, and I hope you guys enjoyed this. And you know what? We're going to have to get into even more of that just because – Oh, man, it takes a lot. It takes a lot. So what I'm going to have to do is probably explain more in detail, but I don't want to give you the bullshit that most of your teachers give you. They explain in terms that sound like Chinese. No offense to my Chinese, but okay. They explain in terms that sound like Arabic, okay, or whatever language you're completely unaware of. How about the Gomer language, right? They do whistling. You You won't understand that because, of course, only 300 people know that language. So... It is very difficult because a lot of teachers cannot explain just in dumbed-down English. This is how explanations should be given, and that's why I'm giving it to you today. So, with that being said, guys, stay tuned for more. If you guys like this, share it, and you know what? Big shout-out to all of you out there, especially Japan, man. You guys are almost on the number one list. Fantastic. Big shout-out. Dude, there was a guy on Instagram that liked my Toic thing, and I think he listened to it. This is a monster of an athlete. He is a track and field runner right out of Japan. Man, and it gets me so excited. Just big shout-out to you if you're actually listening to me because I used to be in that track and field position. So anytime I see someone sprinting and I hear that, oh my God, it just ignites the flame inside of me because I used to be a sprinter. I still am and I will never stop it. Anyways, big shout out to you. Big shout out to everyone who's listening to me all around the globe, especially Hong Kong, especially out there in Brazil, especially out there and everywhere. (sighs) Stay tuned for more. You know who I am. I am Arsenio and (laughs) over and out.